Welcome to Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up with the Successpert, award-winning financial educator, wealth expert, speaker, and author, Alfred Edmund Jr. And your co-host, life coach and author, D. Marshall. It's Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I am D.C. Marshall. And I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. And today we're talking about estate assets. What happens if I become incapacitated? Um, we got a great special guest for today. Yes. And, you know, nobody thinks they're ever, it's ever going to happen. Nobody thinks they're going to die. But somehow... We're all going to die. And so I hate to say it like that, but listen, well, people. actually, what's more important is you're more likely to become incapacitated than you are to die, which is why this show is so important. You're right. Okay. Well, all of that good stuff. We'll be right back. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. Welcome to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. And we're really excited because we have a very special guest, Elizabeth Williams Winfield, a partner at Simmons, Finney, and Winfield LLC. She's an expert on estate planning. Um, if you were with us for last show, we had a deep dive into the importance of having a will. Um, but we're also going to go even deeper today um, on a topic we touched on last week. The Power of Attorney and the Healthcare Directive. Why are these two um, documents important and what do they mean for you in terms of uh, not only having an abundant life, but protecting the abundant life, both for yourself and for others? So, uh, Elizabeth, why don't we start with reviewing again what a Power of Attorney is and what a Healthcare Directive is? We'll start with the, with the Power of Attorney. So, the Power of Attorney is a document that gives someone legal permission to act on your behalf. The power of attorney consists of two, two individuals. We have a principal and we have an agent. The principal is the individual who's executing the power of attorney. The agent is also called the attorney in fact, is the one who has permission to act. In order to execute a financial power of attorney, the agent and the principal must be competent and of sound mind. The finance, the power of attorney is a document that is very powerful. I tell my clients all the time to be very direct and know exactly who you want to be your agent and know exactly how much power you want to give your agent. I mean, these are people that have that will have uh, influence over or decision making power over your over your money and your and your finances and your property, et cetera, depending on how narrowly or, or broadly you define their powers. Is that correct? That is correct. I often tell clients, I said, you know, just imagine you uh, just you take your shoes off. You're going to put on another pair of shoes, but this agent is going to step in the shoes you just came out of. So the same things you're doing in your shoes, this agent can do in your shoes, okay? And um, so again, we can walk into a bank, we can sell real property, we can negotiate, we can negotiate financial um, investments, and, and the powers can be as broad as you would like, or still they can be as narrow as you would like. And um, and the same with the healthcare directive. You want 
the agent, you have the agent, you have the principal. And the agent, again, is an individual that you want, you trust to sit right next to you when you're in a doctor's office and you choose not to speak to that doctor um, because you don't have to be unconscious or be in a state where you are incapacitated. You can sit right next to your agent and I'm going to allow that agent to speak on your behalf with that physician. But that agent will have the same power that you have. I mean, I'm learning something new. So... I've always thought of healthcare directors as you can't speak for yourself, you're incapacitated, you're unconscious. I didn't realize you could actually be conscious and aware and just decide to, to pass over responsibility for that conversation to your you're, you're the person who has your who has the healthcare directive. I didn't right, know that. But what but but in what let's think about this for a second. But in what situation what kind of situation would that happen? I'm just trying to think about that. Can I tell you what I'm secretly thinking? What Nobody judge me. Okay. Alfred, no judgment. No judgment. Okay, when Britney Spears had some public break, I think, and I vaguely remember she was an adult, and didn't she have a father or guardian who was assigned um, POA? So I'm, yeah, okay, so that's a good example. Or a healthcare right? director. Yeah, so is that an example of, of when... Like, like, do you remember that, Alfred? I vaguely remember it, I, I, but I remember so, another case wasn't a famous person where the person was conscious and aware, and this was a person that had to be trusted to take their own medication. Okay. And someone else had the healthcare directive to make sure that this person did what they were supposed to do, mm-hmm. um, even though the person was awake and aware and conscious, but mm-hmm. they, the, the responsibility was mm-hmm. handed over to someone else. Is that, a, is that a case, Elizabeth? That's, you know... That typical. is, that is. And let's... And say, you know, mom and dad. Mom and dad are, are um, getting up in age. They're going to the doctors with mm-hmm. each other. But dads don't want to talk, you know? So. And and dad is a sound mind, but he just doesn't, like, you know, honey, you take care of it for me. Yeah. Right, right. So I feel like we have homework. Um, we're going to go to break. But I feel like that's a takeaway um, call to action, having conversations with parents about uh, POA, right? If you have, um, you know, parents that are yeah. older. And certainly healthcare and director, if they're yeah. especially older. Absolutely. So stay right there. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. It's Be Lifted Up, and we're social. Catch us at Be Lifted Up Radio or BeLiftedUpRadio.com. So you're here with us, Alfred Edmund Jr. and D. Marshall, and we are talking about power of attorney and healthcare directors with our guest expert, Elizabeth Williams Winfield, um, estate planning expert of Simmons, Finney, and Winfield LLC. So, so Elizabeth, talk to us about the different kinds of power of attorney, the uh, uh, power of attorney, durable, springing, limited. What are these differences and, and why, why would you consider these? That's a good question. A, a durable power of attorney is a power of attorney that survives incapacitation. So a client comes to me and says, I have a power of attorney over my dad. My dad executed this while he, before he was um, uh, diagnosed with dementia. He now has dementia. Is this power of attorney good? The first thing I'm looking for is the language durable. So if that language is not in that power of attorney, it's no good. 
So it has to stay durable again, which means that it is surviving incapacitation. Um, a springing a springing power of attorney is one I like to say um, the one that springs into action when you give it an effective date uh, let's say and I'll use this example a lot my husband travels uh, around the, the, the world and um, he has the power of attorney and it doesn't spring into action unless he cannot return to the United States, you know, let's say he's gone for 30 days and I can't return to the United States within 30 days, that's when my power of attorney springs into action. Oh, that's a good Um, deal. Yeah, so it's it's an effective date, yes. And uh, and then we have limited, we have limited, uh, a power of attorney is limited for a specific transaction or for a specific amount of time. I'm in Europe for 30 days. So my power of attorney is only good while I'm in Europe. When I return, it's no longer effective. Or it's limited just for you to sell real property for me. Oh, so those are the main three. Very, 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 very good. This is great information. It is. Classes in session. Yeah, and I love it when we yes. like to take, go to school on the show. Mm-hmm. This is really great stuff. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, because where, how would we have learned this? Where would we find, where would we have learned this information? This is so powerful. Because think about how often people travel now and they go out of the country. Something, you know, something were to happen. Well, that's the thing. I've interviewed uh, estate planning attorneys on these topics for Black Enterprise and, and for other radio shows I've done. And I don't think I knew You've about ever heard these of that. I knew about durable, and I think I knew about springing, but limited. And I'm going. Out, I'm going to be out of the country for 30 days. Okay, I hold mean, that that's thought. Really great. Limited. Let's talk about limit this conversation. <laughs> we'll be right, right back. We'll be right back. It's be lifted up. Your guide to living an abundant life. It's be lifted up. Your guide to living an abundant life. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. Alfred and I are, we, we're really like geeky over this. We are um, geeking out over We here. really are. Like, not like dying, but just really good information that helps us to be more responsible, um, helps to add to our wealth um, mindset bank account. And because... And quality of life. And quality of life. And because this is a show, it's Be Lifted Up. This is a show about faith and finances. And so we try to do do uh, better about what God has given us steward over. And so that's why this is super juicy. And we just learned two new things, um, the springing uh, POA and then the limited POA. So yeah, we're just, we just, we took notes, like literally <laughs> call to action. So here's where um, what we were discussing off air is now this makes sense as to why this would be part of our annual planning, right? This is a, um, just getting ready to turn. Um, well, we just, you know, well, we just turned the corner, a right? Year, right? We're, corner we're in a new season, new, new, uh, and season, new, new place, new decade. <laughs> and so planning vacation and planning, you know, in, in to invest and do different things, you can um, prepare to assign a limited POA and springing POA. So anyway, that's what we were talking about um, off air. So 
Yeah, it, it really brings a whole new um, light to estate planning. It's not just something about what happens when you pass, which, we, which we, we've discussed doesn't always seem like a pleasant conversation. This talks about great things you can do, um, both positively and protectively, while you're still here for your family, for your family's estate, for your family's wealth. Um, talk a little bit more, um, and, and DA made a great point, um, I think the last week's show, about what we mean when we're talking about choosing the right people. So there's ethical people who are going to do ethically the right thing. Yep. And then there's people who are going to do the right thing because they know they're competent in what to do. And sometimes the people you love the most aren't the right people to put make responsible for this. No, they're going to be too emotional. You know why? Here's why I knew when I made the decision. I don't want anybody to keep me on life support. Pull the plug. But the person and my family who really, really loves me and is, is too emotional and like the crybaby in the family is going to keep me hooked up for them. Do you see? Right, right, right. That was my motivation. Mm-hmm. Right. That was my motivation for getting all of my paper, paperwork and my plan together. I'm sorry. I got excited about that because <laughs> I knew do not assign my uncle. Okay. My mother's brother, he's the crybaby in the family. And he's going to keep me hooked up on this life support system so he can come in here and say, hey. Hey, niece, five years I've been on life support. I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to be with the Lord. Look, it's time for me to go. But yet he's keeping me hooked up over here. He can't let you go. Can't let me go, baby girl. (laughs) Sometimes D gets really excited on the show. Yeah, but but you got but it's one of the things you got to think about um, when we come back um, for the next segment. Um, I do want you to go into a little bit more detail about what kind of thought you should be given to who who, who and sometimes it might not be a member of your family. Maybe you know someone else who you can trust, who's competent, who's trained, but who is not a member of your family. So um, listen, you're listening to be lifted up. You're a guide to living an abundant life. We'll be right back with Elizabeth Williams Winfield talking about who you should pick. Um, and what you should be thinking about when you're doing your power of attorney and your health care directive. It's Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up. So, Elizabeth, talk to us um, and go into a little bit more detail about what we should be thinking about when we're choosing the person we're going to give power of attorney to, choosing the person who we're going to trust to carry out our healthcare directives. What are some of the things that we're going to need to consider both in terms of, of competency as well as, um, you know, just, just being able to trust them to do what you really want them to do? Okay, very good question. And I always lead off by saying, want someone you can trust. I cannot emphasize the word trust enough. And... As far as competency is concerned, let's let's look at your power attorney and your and your agent. And you have a modest estate. So you want the agent to be able to understand your estate. But let's say if this agent is um, a family friend or your youngest child that you this is the individual you chose and you trust the competency can be that this person knows how to find someone to help them manage your estate let's uh, say you, you have a limited power of attorney you're in europe for 30 days you cannot get back you need someone to help manage your assets while you're away. 
And your baby girl may not have graduated from Harvard, but yet she has the common sense to know where to go, who to talk to, to get the job done. The same with the healthcare advance directive. You want someone who can, who understands you, who understands that if you were not, let's say you're incapacitated and um, you would not want to um, be on life support or you would not want to go through uh, chemotherapy or you would not want to uh, have to go to um, uh, kidney dialysis and you're incapacitated. Now you're entrusting this person to make the decisions the way you would want, you would make those decisions. So that individual has to be able to, or you're choosing a person that you believe will be able to step into your shoes and make those decisions. So I always tell my clients, think about who you want to make these decisions. Think about the individual who will think the way you think and honor your wishes. It's also important, um, Elizabeth, um, to have someone who can, if necessary, stand up to pressure from the rest of the family. Is is I mean, in other words, you might have someone who yes. knows the information, mm-hmm. but you know, we we know how things get. Like you said, sometimes the worst comes out of people and, when there's a health crisis or, or, or a passing yeah. or a death. And so it's it's not only competence in terms of knowing what to do and and understanding your wishes. It's really having kind of the, the I'm just thinking of a particular aunt in my family that she has the backbone to not give in to the pressure of other family members who might be mm. reacting out of emotion. They may yep. be doing it out of love or sometimes not out of love, but she's like, no, this is what she wanted and I'm going to make sure that's carried out. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. There's a point, absolutely. And it and it happens. I mean, just like you said, illness, uh, uh, the, the even the thought of death coming or let alone death, it tends to bring out the ugly in a lot of us. And um, so we, you definitely want someone who will be able to uh, withstand the pressures of the family. So listen, Elizabeth, in the time we have left, if you have one or two final tips you would leave for our audience to think about um, when they're thinking about estate planning in general, what, what would be those one or two tips? The, the first tip I would say is to not be afraid to get your affairs in order. If you have not, it's not about you being afraid, it's about being responsible. And don't hesitate to do it. You know, find an estate planning lawyer in your area, sit down and talk about it and and get your affairs in order. The other thing is once you have your affairs in order annually, I like to look at it when we are um, the end of the year, when you're changing out the battery and your smoke detector, pull out your estate planning kit. Things change. Great point, because some people put you together know, wills and they just put them on the sure shelf, but they don't look at it again. And things have changed. Exactly, exactly. Things change. Go ahead, pull it out, and dust off, and um, and see your estate planning attorney and make those necessary changes if if that's um, if that is necessary. Listen, Elizabeth, you've been so great. You've shared so much information. Dee and I, we, again, we love it when we we learn along with the audience. Thank you for being a guest on Be Lifted Up Radio. 
Be Lifted Up. And we're social. Catch us at Be Lifted Up Radio or BeLiftedUpRadio.com. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. Listen, that was a lot of information. I'm sure it was heavy for some of you, but we just want to make sure that if we are ever in a position where we are incapacitated, that we uh, that things go as we would like them to go. And so I hope you were able to take, um, you know, just some insight about how you might manage your own situation. Um, Alfred, what say you? Don't worry, plan and pray. So this is a great opportunity to pray and plan. You've been listening to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. Don't forget to follow us at B, the letter B, Lifted Up Radio on Twitter and Instagram. God bless you all. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life.